1: I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups, the good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Amani, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
1: We're excited to have you here. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to hang out with us here at the Grit Daily Startup podcast. We love to talk about the world of startup, the good, the bad, and what we like to call the gritty. So I'm curious to learn what your experience has been uh, in the world of startup. But before we get into all that, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory.
0: Sure. So um, my name is Amani and I'm the partner and operations director here at Soul Strategies. Um, Before I got here, I went to school for journalism and I went to school for marketing for my undergrad and I was always passionate about politics and I always like had my hand in a bunch of different things um and I was like a serial entrepreneur before this like I had started like I don't even know how many things I was doing I was a makeup artist at one point and then at another point I was um I had a blog and I was taking the blogger thing real serious and then at another point I was like a freelancer in the marketing and um journalism space and I just knew that you know ultimately politics was something I wanted to be heavily involved in so I started working on campaigns back in 2018 and eventually that experience led me to find um, Soul Strategies which when I got here it was just Z who's the founder and like two other people and this was like at the very, very beginning back in December, 2020. Um, and since then I came on starting part time at first and then eventually becoming the partner and operations director. And two years later, we have a staff of like 20 people on our core staff, over 500 people working, um, on the field branch of our firm. And it's been a crazy ride. (laughs) It sounds,
1: it sounds like it exciting. Mm -hmm. So, um, What exactly does Soul Strategies do? Break it down for me.
0: Yeah, so we are hands-on campaign workers. So when we came into this industry of politics, sorry, this giant car is driving by right now. I don't know. Oh, good. But anyway, when we came into the industry of politics and when you start working on it on the campaign side, you'll find that there's a lot of um, people who call themselves consultants who come in and it's kind of a predatory industry. Like they will basically get people who are running for office for the first time, um, talk them into raising all this money and then just hand them a giant blank check and allegedly help them with their campaign, but a lot of times they don't see those funds really going anywhere and it leaves them to losses in their races and just, you know, not getting the most out of the experience of running the campaign and not doing things effectively that you need done to win. So when we realized that that was a a thing that was missing from the industry and we realized just how hard um, it is to find good campaigners and people who know how how to run these races and win them, we decided that that was the service that we could offer candidates at a rate that's much more affordable than these hundreds and twenty and fifty thousand dollar checks that we write into these consultants and we can come into the campaigns and actually do the work like the consultants will usually be the ones that tell you what needs to be done but then you are there left alone with no real tools so we wanted to be those tools and we wanted to come into these campaigns and help people get their social media running or knock doors in their communities like actually we will go there and deploy canvassers and canvas in their neighborhoods, or we will get on the phone with the candidates and call voters and donors and get their fundraising program off the ground. So we just started being kind of like a full service agency, pretty much anything you need in campaigning, whether it's branding or websites or call time or press, we can do in-house and we can do it month to month. We can do it for the duration of the campaign and it's all a la carte. So we just wanted to give the candidates that um access to choice and let them decide, you know, how hands-on or how hands-off they want this to be.
1: So are these for seasoned candidates or are these people just running for the first time or how does it all work?
0: Um Both. So we've worked with incumbents who've been in their Positions for years, and we worked with a lot of first-time candidates um, who've never run before and don't have the infrastructure or like really the know-how to do it. And we'll come in, and we have a program called Kickstart where we primarily work with first-time candidates. But it's really just whoever is a Democrat—that's typically who we work with.
1: Well, we only work with
0: Democrats. (laughs) Um, So if you're a Democrat, you're looking to flip some seats, and you you know want some support in your race, we'll work with you.
1: Amazing. So, and how how long has been been around? When did this all start?
0: So this started officially in September of 2020. So we just made uh, two years.
1: Amazing. And what's been one of the most exciting parts of of being part of this project?
0: Um, I think just the the number of campaigns we've really been able to work on like we all come from different campaigning backgrounds I got my roots organized organizing in Texas um Z started organizing in New York and it's just so crazy how in the past two years we worked on about 400 races all across this country um so I think that's just the most exciting it's just all the people that we get to meet all the little communities that we get to learn more about and just seeing like I don't know the mindset behind a lot of people who are deciding to run. It's
1: interesting. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So have you been here from the beginning? Did you guys start this together?
0: Yeah, so Z is the founder, founder. So she officially started it on her own in September. Um, And I was one of her very first hires. So we always say that we should make like an Indeed success story or something because (laughs) she had posted a random um, post for like a social media position on Indeed. And I applied for it. And as soon as we met, like, we hit it off um and she became you know my best friend she's my best friend right now to this day and she just wanted me to help her run the business like I remember one day I was at home goods shopping which is like my favorite do, and I got a call from Z and I was like okay so I answered the phone she's like hey girl um yeah do you want to quit your job and like help me run this business and I was like huh
1: where did that come from?
0: I just think you should quit your job, and you know we're women, and it's just not enough women in this space. And I just feel like you would be like the greatest partner, and I just feel like you can come in and help me get this thing running off the ground. And I was like, you know what? I will quit, <laughs> and I will come. <laughs> that sounds like a and, great idea. I'm in. That's yeah, a great idea. Let's do that. So this was before like we existed but we did not really exist like we was paying people with bail like we did not have um a onboarding process really like there was no hr it was literally just when i was like we were flying by the seat of our pants it is so true like we was just doing stuff and
1: <laughs> sometimes so we, you have to imperfect action right
0: exactly like the sales were coming because z if you meet her she's a very very charismatic woman like and she's a hustler like She knows how to sell. She knows how to get people to trust her. And that was really powerful for us in the beginning because we don't have any funders. We don't have any um, loans, any grants, anything like that. Like this company ended up growing from where I came in to where we are now, um, straight off the hustle of Z and myself, like being on the phone, talking to these candidates and getting them to trust us with their campaign. And that's how we've been able to grow from nothing to now this year we're gonna do like $3.4 million in sales.
1: Let's go. So yeah. how do you how do you guys make money?
0: Um so we the campaign labor is not free. Okay. So that's really that's how like um field programs are really expensive. Like put it this way, we make a lot of money, but we spend a lot of money because what people are paying for is the labor of the campaign work um so for instance if somebody comes in and they spend like four hundred thousand dollars which is happening right now on a field program um three hundred and fifty thousand of it is going right to the laborers who are out in this Texas heat knocking on people's doors you know so that's really how we're able to make money we're able to um keep our staff costs going. We're able to save, um, and we're able to just keep building slowly over time, just from working on all these campaigns. And we work on campaigns year round. So campaigns are seasonal, like there's a primary in June. Um, and then there's the, um, the general election is for everybody in November, but there are different primaries. There's some August primaries, there's some May primaries. Um, but there are, Election cycles in the sense that even the people who are finished in November, the people who are decided to run for office in 2023 have to start fundraising in December. So we're always able to be doing something on campaigns. And certain departments of ours may be busier than others at different times because of just like the cyclical nature of campaigning.
1: Interesting. I, I mean, I I don't know a lot about politics, but I know that there's a lot that goes involved with fundraising and then actually winning the election. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. So um, I do know that there's a lot of work involved. So this seems really cool. Very, uh, uh, dare I say, boots on the ground.
0: Very uh, <laughs> boots on the ground.
1: <laughs> so, um, well, that's great. So what would you say has been one of the most challenging parts of the startup process?
0: The toughest part is building a team. Um, building a team that lasts and just really understands like the mission of the startup and understanding that this is a startup environment. So everything is not going to be perfect. Like we're creating the infrastructure as we go, right? Because this, this was just a thought in our minds two years ago. Like this did not exist at all. So just building everything and just hoping that people can be like patient in their process and not get too frustrated and just understand that you know, it's gonna be better one day. Like, n- we are now to the point where we're like legit, legit. Like, we got ADP, and we have <laughs> we uni- ADP. Like, this is let me tell you, ADP is taking. We got payroll, know.
1: y'all. Yeah.
0: We got payroll, y'all. Like, it's real. Like, workers comp and health benefits and PTO. We fully unionized our staff in March um, of this year. So we are like, this is like this is a company now. <laughs> you know,
1: we're the real deal.
0: We're a real deal. So, but it wasn't easy getting there. So just having people who can like understand that aspect of it. And then people who understand campaigning because it is not a nine to five job. Nice it's job. not normal. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to clock in at eight. I'm going to do my, push my little buttons and I'm going to go home at five. Like it's such a crazy experience. And the people who run for office are crazy people a lot of the time so
1: a lot of the time she says. oh yeah <laughs> oh, absolutely
0: yeah because just think about it like what makes somebody wake up in the morning and decide out of all the people in this state i'm gonna be the next u.s senator from my state u.s senator is the hardest position to attain outside of being a president of the united states wow it is the second most like it's the elections are only every six years and it is one of the highest offices in the land. So for you to just wake up and be like, yeah, that's my job. I'm gonna do this. There's a little narcissism in there. There's a little ego in there smidge. and just a smidge. So working with those people is not easy on everybody. Like it's a, you have to have a different type of personality to be able to deal with those people every single day.
1: Absolutely. Well, it seems like you enjoy what you're doing here. So keep mm-hmm. rocking and rolling. You found your lane with what you guys are doing and uh, you got some great momentum here. So keep up the great work. There's no shortage for what you guys do. That is for sure. I don't Thank you. Well, I don't think elections are going to stop. If they do, it'll be all out chaos. So, oh, God, um, please. <laughs> Well, it's 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 been so great to chat with you and thanks for taking some time out of your day to hang out with us here on the show and uh, wishing you guys nothing but the best and uh, doing work that matters out there and uh, helping the world become a better place uh, one election at a time. Huh?
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, We're going to keep grinding. Next year, people are going to be, you know, launching their presidential race announcements. So we're hoping that we can get in on one of those. Sure. So wish us luck.
1: I bet you guys are going to do it. So, well, thanks again, Imani. I really appreciate it. We'll have to have you back on the show and get an update on how things are going for you guys sometime.
0: Awesome. Thank you for having me.
1: Hey, it's my pleasure. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends.